welcome back to the podcast. The podcast. That's our name now. Okay, we're the podcast. Yeah, the podcast. Yeah, welcome back to the Talent Managers podcast with your hosts, Emmy and Eva. So this is episode three now. Yeah. What day is it, Eva, for the third episode? It's October 3rd. <laughs> if you're listening on the, the day, day that we upload. Yeah. It's October 3rd. It's October 3rd. <laughs> it is spooky season. Oh, scary. Do you have a Halloween costume yet? No. Do you? No. I don't know what to do for Halloween. I really no, want to go I out, do. though. Really? I've, I haven't been out for Halloween since 2019. The thought of being at a club, though, actually makes me want to, like, no, vomit. I want to go to, like, a bar. Yeah. Maybe in Glasgow. Because, you know, I've never been out in Glasgow. Have you not? No. I haven't been out much compared to being out, like, in Edinburgh, but... No, I've spent quite a few, like, Halloweens at Why Not, and really? I have to say, I'd never want to do it again. Like, th- I swear, it's even busier than New Year's. Oh, like the she doesn't. Sh- she doesn't mean it's rubbish. She means it's oh, so busy. Yeah, no. I, I no. I literally have never had to wait more than five ten minutes on a normal night to pee. I've in Halloween, it's forty five minutes to an hour and a half. I need to think of a Halloween costume now that it's October. Oh god, yeah, I know. I'm like, I want to go with something like recognizable, but not overdone. Right. Like, I want people to look at me and be like, "Oh my god, that's, that's nice. this." Yeah. But not be like, "That's the fifteenth one I've seen." yeah like this year already playboy bunny is just not something that i have ever done or would ever do no i was bat girl one year last ha- no the 20 the time i went out in 2019 i thought you said bat girl bat girl i was like what's that and i mean the outfit was quite nice mm-hmm. it was like a long sleeve black latex vibe yep jump no like fake leather yep. kind of top uh-huh bodysuit and i had black like fake leather shorts I was not about to wear it just as a bodysuit. And then I had like a bat hat. Not oh, a hat. Like yeah, like, like a, a mask type yeah, thing. Yeah, like a mask. But I mean, I didn't end up staying out for that long. I went to Terrible V that year. Uh, I think I've been, I've been Sleeping Beauty. All right, let's I've see. been a fembot from Austin Powers. <laughs> I don't even know what it looks like. Have you never seen Austin Powers? I have, but like Have you seen properly. the 3435 music video by Ariana Grande? No. Are you serious? No. I know I've not seen this. That's so iconic. Anyways, that was inspired by the fembots. Mm. Um, they're kind of they're robots that have rockets that come out of their tits. E- I get the vibe. So it's like, um, I'm showing Eva a picture here for context. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. What else have I been? I've been a vampire a few times on last minute night outs mm-hmm. where all I have is like red lipstick and yeah. liquid lipstick. I just mm-hmm. drip it down my face. What else have I gone as? I'm trying to think. I've been a, a vampire and then I went as an army girl. Okay, yep. Um, during lockdown, I didn't dress up as anything. Oh, I had an outfit for last year and it was, oh my God, what's the Christina Aguilera? The dirty music video. Mm. Yep. I had that outfit and it cost me like 50 quid, right? Did you wear it? No. <sighs> and I actually, I'm, I stupidly put it in the bin. You... But I'll <laughs> tell you why. I didn't put it in the bin. I think I put it like recycle or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you could have sold that on Depop. I know, but I was like, this was like start of this year and I was like, nah, I'm not going to wear that. But I honestly don't know what to be. I've always wanted to be Wonder Woman, but I don't like how I would do that now. Okay. I've gone as Tinkerbell and, like, mm. other things like that before, but I'm like, I feel like it's not, like, 
oh my god, I know what that is. It's like, are you a fairy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's like Daphne from Scooby Doo now, but my hair is like more oh, ginger yeah. again. But that's so overdone after last year. And then the predictions for this year, like the power couple Halloween costume is Elvis Presley and Priscilla. Right. That's I, what everyone I thinks I was going to do. Priscilla. Yeah. But then I think it would just look like me, but with big curls. <laughs> me and my friends are saying that we would all go as like Pitbull, but like different versions of Pitbull. Right. Like sexy Pitbull. <laughs> everyone goes as a Pitbull. Uh, yeah, I know what you and mean. And they're all just wearing bald caps, caps and glasses, but in like different <laughs> outfits. I'm just like, I'm, I'm just not very creative when it comes to my costume ideas, but I want to go as something iconic. I know, me too, but I just don't know what. I want to go all out, go to a bar, have a couple of drinks and go home. Oh, I went as a space cowboy last year. Oh, that's cool. The same week that I went as a fembot. Yeah, I want to know, the last thing I want to know is, where are people going on Halloween? Mm. I don't want to go out in Edinburgh. I do want to go out in Glasgow. And I want to know, are people going out on the Saturday? Or are people going out on the 31st? Because... When is the 31st? It's like a Monday. Oh. Or a Tuesday. No, Monday. But then, you know, for us, we can go out on a Monday. Yeah. But for people with jobs that work for other people, they wouldn't be able to go out on a Monday, really. Yeah, it's on a Monday. So the Friday and the Saturday are going to be the... I I just really want to say that I would like a petition from more bars to be dog friendly because Cooper and I would smash a couple's like <laughs> duo costume. That would be so. Uh, cute. I'm Elle Woods and she's Bruiser. Like that would be so cute. I would so do a costume with her and take her out with me, but n- there's nowhere to go. Really, I'm trying to think. Imagine like Rabble. Dog friendly? They are dog friendly, but I don't know if they let dogs in that late. Oh right, and also we're talking like Halloween. I don't know where. Yeah. Right. So we're rambling on here, but I'm excited for the month of October. We're gonna have some fun guests on. We actually have. Do we have two lined up for this month? Yeah, we got two. Exciting. Exciting month already. Mm-hmm. So we'll just fire into today's podcast. Today's podcast. Yeah, which is all about how to get started as an influencer. We said we would do this as one of our first episodes yeah. because it's basically the starting point. So Eva and I have obviously got our own like tips and advice that we'll run through and then we did ask you guys to send us in your questions and we've picked three that we think are three pretty good ones to start with, yeah. um, cover a few different areas. So hopefully if you're looking to get started as an influencer or you are doing it and just want to hear what we have to say, mm-hmm. then yeah, keep listening. Yeah. So, let's start. tips. I've got a couple. Okay, so you. I'll start and then... Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they will be very similar. Yeah. So I can just join on to what you're saying. Everything overlaps as well. Yeah. So I think I think the ma- most important thing to do is a, if you're going to be like creating content and if you want to do it seriously is consistently post content you're proud of. Yeah. Like that's just a bit of a general like... Here's just a bit of advice rather than like a mm-hmm. tip to get started. But... Yeah. We've already touched upon consistency in the first episode. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, as long as you're proud of the content you're making and happy with it, Mm -hmm. that will take you far. For sure. And posting it consistently. Yeah. Because there's no point in doing it if you're not going to be consistent and you're not proud of the work you're putting out. Yeah, you have to... I think you have to be a kind of... Not like a fan of your own work, but to be able to actually enjoy it, especially yeah. if you're going to want to make it a job, you've mm-hmm. got to actually, like... Like the work like that you're the, making. Yeah. And also, you know, that might not come straight away. So yeah. don't feel disheartened if you're doing... If you're going out to take photos or 
reels and you're like, oh my god, this is rubbish. The amount of times that I say to people, like, the first video you record for, like, mm-hmm. YouTube, you you probably won't even post. Like, yeah. it's okay to practice and yeah. record multiple times or take a few different photos until mm-hmm. you find one that you're actually happy with. Yeah. And I think if you always have that in the back of your mind, you'll be fine. Yeah, definitely. Number one actual tip I have if you want to, like... I'm talking about if you want to actually make money, if you want to make this a job, if you want to, mm-hmm. like in a professional setting be a content creator mm-hmm. i think the most important thing you need to have is like your account as business accounts or like creator accounts yeah. and have your business email in your bio you don't yeah. have to like pay for an email you can set up a gmail and it can just be like your instagram name or your name business just mm-hmm. something that's not your personal email yeah. that is just for sorting out work because yeah. brands will email you but you can also use that to reach out to brands, mm-hmm. which we spoke about last episode about brands and reaching out payments, etc. Yeah. Brands and businesses will see the email in your profile and go, oh, they're an actual yeah. creator. Yeah. And then they have somewhere to contact. But please, OMG. Can't believe I just said that. That's disgusting. <laughs> I cannot say this so many times. Put your business email in your bio, not just in your email button, yes. in your bio, because you are missing out on so many potential work and opportunities if it's not in your bio. Because if you go onto Instagram on a desktop computer, yeah. the email button doesn't come up, does yeah. it? No, it doesn't. No, that's, and yeah. when I was doing brand work and campaigns for brands, mm-hmm. reaching out to influencers, if they're email was too difficult to find i just wouldn't email them you'd just because you don't have enough time yeah Mm -hmm. so i'm like this is they're making it so difficult so make it as easy as possible have it in the first couple lines of your bio just make potential brands paid brand work easier to reach you yeah for sure i think in terms of like the email as well like emmy said you know it doesn't have to be like uh contact at evalouise.co.uk yeah however if you're wondering how to do that, we find the best platform to use is Google Workspace. I love Google Workspace. Yeah. You have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. How much is it? I feel like it gets lost in my... It's It depends on how many email accounts you have. So obviously because I run a business and I have like 12 different girls mm-hmm. that I manage, we have 12 different emails. Yeah. Plus like the contact, the yeah. careers, the influence. Yeah. yeah. So if per email, it's usually like four ninety nine a month or around that. Yeah, it's a lot. Fuck. Yeah. Um, so please do not do that unless you're actually making some money already to cover yeah. that. For the first five years, I just had emmyrosenbusiness at gmail.com. And yeah. now that email automatically redirects to my Emmy as the email. See, I used to have an Outlook email. Yeah. Yeah. And I used that from like, I want to say 2018 to like 2021. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what the email is. I would mm-hmm. just recommend ha- not having your personal email yeah. or like the email that your Instagram is linked to mm-hmm. for A, like you don't want to get hacked. Mm, exactly. You get That's a lot hard. of spam and scammy emails. Mm-hmm. And then like B, to keep it separate so you don't lose track of emails, mm-hmm. especially if you get a lot of spam or just like yeah. sales emails from the places that you shop and all that. You can just keep it separate. You know the other thing I would say is something to actually be mindful and careful of. If you are using like a, a Gmail account or like a Hotmail, is that even still a thing? Make sure your profile picture 
isn't like an old picture of you oh for my example because <laughs> how funny is that sometimes like see if you're speaking to a person over email yeah they sometimes have like an old picture of themselves mm-hmm. as their gmail or like google account and they don't realize yeah and it's not a bad thing but it's just quite funny yeah it's just something that it i was, just thought of there. it wasn't until i started using like google workspace for business that i yeah. realized that people can see your profile picture if yeah you, if you have one on your email yeah so yeah <laughs> i think as well it's good to make it like recognizable to have it as a as a current picture of you even the same picture as your instagram profile picture yeah and also your like signature yeah that can also be quite cool to put all your info in there yeah that's like they're like little bits to help you look more professional yeah another thing sorry i feel like this is completely off the kind of thing but something i've noticed a lot whilst asking like influencers to get in touch with management Mm -hmm. make sure that when you're doing any outreach that you actually link your socials yes rather than just saying my instagram is at yeah please send links especially if you're like pitching to brands and stuff basically want to make it as easy as possible for them to be able to like connect with you yeah so if you're not sending them links they might just close out the window because it's too much effort and they have 101 things to do already yeah for sure so yeah that that literally ties onto the next one is making sure all your socials are linked which you were talking about having your tiktok connected to your instagram and everything yeah so a lot of the time people with their tiktok they'll just put at evilise at emmy Mm -hmm. in their bio but you can link your tiktok with your instagram so that people can actually just click your instagram yeah i think if if you can do i think everyone can do that now if you've got a creator account yeah i actually come across so many people that have like a lot of tiktok followers Mm -hmm. but because they haven't linked their instagram they don't have any they don't have many instagram followers and i'm like you're missing out on a whole kind of array of followers that it's you could be getting also like on youtube i always mm. talk about youtube but that's good because that's your that's yeah your niche. like on people's kind channels of. you can link your socials yeah but a lot of people don't update them mm-hmm. so you'll go to click their instagram and it'll be like this user doesn't exist because they changed their instagram name like two years ago yeah, I've so like what i love is just like constantly you can have um upload defaults Mm-hmm. So you can put your links there and then every video you upload, it will automatically add that to the description. Oh, mm-hmm. So you can have your social media links and stuff there. Mm-hmm. But like anywhere and everywhere that you can link them, do it. Do yeah. it. Because like if one link doesn't work, you've got backups. Yeah. And then that way I'm not having to like Google your name. Or if a brand, see for example, like use Linktree. Oh yeah. Your Instagram or mm-hmm. even your TikTok bio as well. Um, because then, for example, if a brand comes across your Instagram and they're like, oh, do they have a TikTok or a YouTube channel? It's well? all there. It's all there. I don't even have that on mine. I've got it on mine. Got it. I've got the podcast on my link oh, tree. Yeah. I, I need to do this. I need to update it's mine. It's great. It also shows you how many people click on oh, it yeah, on your link tree. and shows you like the insights and stuff for it. But like you can put your email and everything on there. So right. yeah, use a link tree or just link all your socials, have them so especially if your usernames on the platforms are all different yeah if they're not the same please link everything yes 100 percent. i would say 
like obviously if you're wanting to get started as an influencer you want to be thinking about optimizing your platforms for monetization if you meet the minimum requirements for tiktok to join their creator program Mm -hmm. or can have reached a thousand youtube subscribers and the watch hours you can sign up for adsense Mm -hmm. make sure that like you're keeping an eye on those and turning them on as soon as you can to making the most amount of money but also i think being smart about the different ways that you can make money as a creator for example affiliate links Mm, if people are going to be asking you for links for clothes anyways make them affiliate links Uh and the other thing is as well don't necessarily wait for people to ask you oh yeah just 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 post just post it for example i'll give you an example i bought a shoe rack for my shoes on amazon right and i was like oh i'm just gonna put the shoe rack up in my story some people might be like, oh, I kind of want one of them, but like, yep. I don't know her. I'm not going to message her and ask where she, she got it from. So I was like, you know what? People are probably on this, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty cool. So I was like, I'm just going to put an affiliate link and I'm not being funny. Like I looked at it this morning and 80 people had clicked on this affiliate link. Wow. Which is quite, That's quite a lot, lot of people yeah. for my following, 80 yeah. people. And then you can make like some cash let's explain some affiliates okay so if you don't even know what affiliate links are they're basically just like a link that's tracked back to your account and then either depending on the 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 brand or the website Mm -hmm. you can get links per click or links per purchase Mm -hmm. so for example with amazon on some products it's it varies but say if you i sold my fairy lights Mm -hmm. i did a youtube video it hit a million views and ever it was on a room tour the main part of the room tour was my fairy light wall Mm -hmm. i had like custom made it using lights from amazon Mm -hmm. so people like where'd you get your lights from they look great i want them i made an affiliate link Mm -hmm. and then i was generating a passive stream of income through that and they have their own affiliate program so you can type in like amazon influencers or amazon affiliate you can register and then all you have to do is link your account set it up and then you can on literally on the amazon app Mm -hmm. if i go to share something now it says create as an affiliate link or a normal yeah yeah. a normal one and if i use that affiliate link and someone goes in and buys something i get like 10 percent of that commission yeah and it adds up and then for example with amazon you need to make i think 25 pounds a month in commission Mm -hmm. to get that within the month yeah and if if you don't hit it it rolls over yeah and then there are sites like Stylink, which you get paid per click so like if i yeah if i post an outfit and my outfit's from like asos or a pretty little thing or if i link those on Stylink, you just sign up the same. You just take your ASOS link, you put it in their generator, you press a button and it gives you a Stylink. Mm-hmm. If I use that, I could get like three pence per click. That is, and if a lot of people click that. Yeah, so like if 80 people click that, yeah. I don't. I can't do math, so I can't tell you how I much that's going to be. I think you're going to make like... A couple quid. £2.40. Let yeah. me actually, please, can I work that out? Because I see if I've made, <laughs> see if I've done that correctly. I it bet so you I've not. Yeah. 0.04. No. Did we say three pence, Claire? Three pence. 0.03 times... 80. I was two pence for it! I got it right! See, I don't even have National 5 maths and I can work that out. That's pretty good. Did I say two pence I got an A in National 5 maths and I can't even do that. Yeah. But with affiliate links, Mm -hmm. Amy Garrity Mm -hmm. put on her story a link and she's like, guys, I've done OnlyFans, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't. It was a style link link to like some <laughs> clothing, 
but so many people she made over 25 quid that's so funny. doing that i'm pretty sure she posted that she was buying like a takeaway or something yeah and uh a bunch of people started doing that just like for the lols it was like a trend going around yeah and people were just making money because people were tapping on their links but it just shows you yeah how often people tap on your stuff without you even realizing like you don't even yeah. need to have any followers yeah so yeah there's style link there's like to know is an app aw Arwen. Arwen. Yeah, I'd say... That's, I'd say more complicated. Yeah, I'd say unless a brand is asking you yeah. to work with it, then Don't. maybe just leave it, yeah. Yeah, because now with, like, Styling, like, to know 21 buttons, all them. Remember 21, 21 buttons? buttons. Yep. Me and my friends would, like, post our going out outfits on Instagram, right? And yeah. we'd, we'd tag them on like to know. Yeah. No, sorry, 21 buttons. Yep. We were making, like, 40 quid yeah. off of this. Like, off us going out on a night out. That's mm-hmm. so funny. It's these little things that, like, it's literally you and your friends yeah. just making some money. There's yeah. so many different ways to optimise your platforms for monetization mm-hmm. out with just the normal ones like AdSense and yeah. creator platforms and funds. And you can do it with a small amount of followers as yeah, well. Yeah, you don't even need to have any followers. Because sometimes, like, even if you, say, have 3,000 followers, but say, like, quite a lot of those followers can be quite engaged yeah usually the less followers you have the higher the engagement Engagement is is. so there could be someone with like a million followers who only five people click on their links yeah i remember speaking to can't name the people involved in this i remember speaking to someone last summer that worked you need to tell me who i will someone that was working at a company last summer that they were like the influencer executive or the influencer person that was in charge of the campaigns right and they were working with a really well-known Instagram, YouTube, TikTok Ooh. pair, oh. is all I'm going to say. So, I've just informed Emmy off camera, off camera? Off video. Oh my god! <laughs> off I, microphone. I've just informed Emmy off microphone, who I'm discussing here. But basically, to give you an example, I was speaking to someone who worked um at a brand that did all their influencer campaigns and they were basically telling me that a really well-known youtuber yeah basically had got less link clicks than like someone else that had like 100k so, so th- is this someone like with millions no like they have like five hundred thousand followers so upwards of half a million yes and someone with less than 100k was getting better results and engagement yeah yeah and they were obviously paying um the 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 bigger more influencers like four times as much yeah but yeah i think if you want to be an influencer there's no point in being an influencer if you can't actually influence anyone like it's, it's in the name you need to have and build a relationship with people you can't just post and do nothing else and expect everyone to engage with that if yeah. you're not also engaging with yeah. other creators with your own followers mm-hmm. replying to comments yeah i think as well we kind of spoke about this in the last episode in terms of like sharing a lot of your yeah. life can often really help to create that community what i always tell my talent is that you don't have to be sharing every little piece of your life you can keep your life private but not secret yeah so if you're like people will think their stories are 
stupid like i'm not going to share what i have for breakfast or mm. what i have for this if you're posting on your stories daily yeah. and your followers are feeling like they're getting an insight of your life yeah they feel like they're friends with you yeah you, and you can utilize it in the way you can be posting absolutely nothing but at the same time it's helping so much like yeah to create that yeah personal and it's just like one. yeah yeah you people will start to recognize you for the things you post and feel like they're getting to know you mm-hmm. but you don't have to be sharing any personal information no. or details yeah it can be the most vague general things but yeah. if you're active and people are recognizing mm-hmm. that you're posting regularly and seeing it yeah that's it so there's so many ways to do that yeah for sure but i think if you it also does tie into the next point literally they're all they linking are. but yeah. it was like what makes you different to others what is your niche mm-hmm. niche we have the CEO of Niche Commercial <laughs> right here who could talk about that. But yeah. having, you don't need to have a specific niche, but like what is your thing and what makes you different to others? Because that's how you would market and brand yourself, but yeah. also how to find your followers. Mm-hmm. What, like, are you mid sized fashion body positivity? Are you a vegan mummy blogger? Mm-hmm. Like, what is your thing? What is the what does your content mainly revolve around? And yeah. if it's just you as a person, then you're probably gonna have to share your life online. Yeah. But if it's like fashion, outfit of the days, and styling, mm-hmm. your your posts you could post like fifteen stories a day, and it could all just be about fashion. Yeah. That would also help you to figure out how to build a relationship. Yeah. With your followers, but also find others. Because you want to follow similar accounts and support others who are creating similar content because that yeah. is your interest. Do you think, Amy, like, if you think about the people that you follow, yeah. your favourite influencers, are they people that you aspire to be like as such? Or do you just think they're... Because I personally feel like my favourite influencers and people that I spend a lot of time like mm-hmm. watching their YouTube videos watching their instagram stories and actually like watching them yeah for me they're people that like i i kind of want to be like you i kind of want your life and i don't mean like i want to copy everything they do i just mean for example i love to like follow people that have their own business or people that live in the west end of glasgow like i want to live there do you know i do you know what i mean though like it's like people that you're like i love what you're doing my favorite creators are usually youtubers because that's where i spend the most amount yeah but it's like sophie jane this is an Australian YouTuber, mm-hmm. Sophie Jane. Mm-hmm. She creates Why well, in a Days, Days in My Life, fitness vlogs, all yeah. that. She gets up early. She goes to the gym. She makes, like, spring rolls oh, with, like... That rice paper stuff. Yeah. yeah. She does, like, all of that. She's making acai rolls and smoothies. And I'm like, I want to be like her. Like, yeah. she's productivity and motivating. Mm-hmm. Really similar to, like, Becca vibes. That's what I was going to say. But, yeah. like, I watch that and I go, that makes me want to be a better version of myself. Self. And I, like, yeah. do those things. That's what I will end up watching the most like i'll yeah. watch the other videos going this is motivating me yeah to do that myself but then the actual weekly vlogs and that you get to know her and her personality as a and person that's what i love that's another good thing actually that we should mention talking about these kind of series that people do lily grace does these videos every single week where she does like what she's done in the week so it'll be like brunch and then like her outfit and then coffee, like outfit ideas. So it's like an outfit of the week, outfits of the week. Yes. Thing that used to be a thing on YouTube. So yes. Of 
And doing that like every week or just doing like series kind of thing. It kind of becomes their thing. Or sometimes people are kind of like associated with the business they run is another thing. Like yeah. if that's a big part of their life, personality. Like Grace Beverly. Yeah. With Tala. Yeah. And then now her, all her other little side things yeah. she does. Like I associated originally with fitness vlogs. Yeah. Now I associate her with her businesses. Same with Megan Grubb. I'm sure she has like um, mm. an app. Like Jamie Molly May with Filter. Exactly. And Beauty Works, her affiliation with Beauty Works. Yeah. She is like if if she went to another hair brand It would be like it would be like, oh my god, because it, she's she's literally the face of Beauty Works. Yeah. You know so. what, have you seen Ekin is working with them? Is she? Yeah. I was kinda of like, Wow, they really know the Love Island Dick girls. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, yeah, no, I mean I think Molly May is another example of people watch her because they aspire to her. Yes. Life. So I think it's like a, a good mix of like, you obviously yeah. we're not saying you need to have like a multi-million dollar no. lifestyle. No. But like it can it, literally be yeah. from the way you style clothes is a bit different to yeah. just like motivating if you wake up earlier than others and you post about it. People are going to be like, wow, yeah. See, I wish I was a morning yeah. person like you. The other thing is just talking on that, like the whole aspiring to have people's life like that person also being relatable is sometimes more beneficial yes than trying to make out as if your life is like perfect if that makes sense yeah like sharing the fact that your life isn't perfect Uh will probably get you more engagement and better feedback than presenting a perfect life the idea behind content marketing it should be one of these four things so to either entertain persuade inspire or educate okay so if for example you're a fitness person you could create vlogs of how to get into fitness Mm -hmm. i follow a girl on tiktok who's like if you're a beginner and you don't know where to start in the gym i'm taking you through your first two weeks of the gym day one um so we're gonna do three exercises and she films herself doing them Mm -hmm. they're so helpful yeah but then she also does like lot of like tiktoks and videos of her in different gym fits and stuff that's mm-hmm. like memes that's entertain yeah persuade showing her hauls of gym clothing that mm-hmm. you should be buying or inspire sharing the journey her fitness journey where mm-hmm. she started and where she is now yeah so it's like that's obviously just a very quick generalized um, mm-hmm. version of that but if you you take that as like a general formula and the things that we've said to keep in mind you basically have a guide to creating content yeah yeah, so now you should know how to get started as an influencer. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to the first three episodes, you're ready to start. Yeah. If you aren't already. Yeah. <laughs> so please, get started. So, yeah, question time. So, first question. I will ask the questions. Yes. And you give me your answers. Okay. Question one. Do you think in this day and age, with the way Instagram works now, that it is too late to get started? Oh, that's a hot take. No. Yeah. But you need supporting platforms if that makes sense yeah i feel like if you wanted to like properly do it as a job unless you've got like 10 million followers on that single platform it's best to be on at least two platforms yeah for sure and i think tiktok is probably one Mm -hmm. do you think i think tiktok's the latest one yeah and because it's still new it's not as oversaturated as Mm -hmm. others yeah but i personally think that even if things are oversaturated like it's never too late yeah the thing is i think that like there's always space for new creators because there's so many people in the world but also people don't get bored of people but people end up looking like they're like i want to find something new yep 
there's some new faces. I literally am still waiting for more UK YouTubers. I know. There are barely any. There's almost no one in Scotland. I know. Like, we've got a couple gamers and, like, some Comedy specific guys, things. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, there is a whole market here that yeah. could still be dominated. Like, the American YouTube scene, which I have said before, like, 100k in the UK is like having a million in the US. Yeah. There are so many creators in America with a couple hundred thousand followers and you don't know who they are. Yeah. But someone with a hundred thousand followers in the UK, they're the top talent. Yeah, because, like, like everyone knows who they are. Yeah. It's still like a very, I don't even know, like people, I think people think it's more populated than it is mm-hmm. in the UK. Yeah. Because yeah, like people always talk about it's too late. There's too many people doing it already maybe in the entire world in that fashion category or something very generic yeah it's going to be difficult but if you think about your location and what makes you different from others yeah you could be the only one i think maximize on your location maximize isn't the right word use utilize utilize, that's the word utilize Utilize your surroundings and utilize your location yeah i mean there is there's some may say there's a lot of influencers in scotland in terms of like girls a lot of women influencers there are so many fast fashion girlies in scotland but you know what i think scotland is missing a bit of is the more like up market i don't think that necessarily means that you have to have money money i think it's more like maybe to do more with like your styling yeah and i think like it's all about a capsule wardrobe yeah so i think it's just about trying to find where there's gaps and i personally think there's a gap i always like to think about like what are you looking for or searching mm-hmm. for that you can't find and that's yeah. a really good way to because obviously like i've said previously like you could be like a vegan mummy blogger mm-hmm. and if that's your interest and you're always looking for a new mummy blogger who specifically shares vegan at home food rather yeah. than vegan eating out food yeah then why not just start doing that yourself because yeah. if you're looking for that you're not gonna be the only one yeah if you're on youtube searching for something in particular or mm. you found one creator's type of content you like and you want to find more like it and there's nothing like it yeah do it yourself yeah be that person yeah because that that's the easiest way to find a a gap in the market yeah find a, a niche uh, the second question is, how do you build your following? I think it, a lot of people expect it to happen faster than it does. Yeah. Uh, it does take time. It could take you years. It could take you weeks. Yeah. It depends on you, how often you're posting, what platform you're using. But like I said earlier, building relationships in a community is a good way. Um, tagging things. I know there's oh, strategies and algorithms and hashtags are their own thing, but mm-hmm. like tagging your clothes in an outfit the brand put in your location add that into it because people do look through those to find things there i would look at the other creators or the creators that you aspire to be like or Mm -hmm. are in the sort of area that you want to get into and have a look at what they're doing on their post what hashtags they're using what's working for them Yeah, yeah like do some research yeah i think Another thing, and way everyone says it, you need to kind of hop on to reels to an extent. I know it's not like gonna be that you know you could post a reel and it could get like five hundred views, mm-hmm. but you could also post a reel and it gets like five 
million views and you don't even expect it and then suddenly you have this influx of followers yeah i mean that that does lead on to the next question okay which is how to make good content and understanding algorithms and what works obviously we're talking about algorithms like understanding algorithms the ceo of instagram does stories and live streams every time there's an update right and he talks exactly about what the new update is going to be and what instagram is focusing on yeah and a lot of people on tiktok will like do recaps and summaries of that so that's how i find that right it changes so often yeah like algorithms are constantly changing and the best way to like figure them out is by the actual creators themselves of the platforms i have never really utilized hashtags yeah i'm terrible for it but as in terrible for not doing it. Yeah. Right. But recently, my posts have been getting double the views just from hashtags. That's And it shows you in your insights when you have a creator account. Yeah. Where your impressions are coming from. From what I've gathered, hashtags still confuse me. Julia could talk about hashtags. She's mm. good. But like, what 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 is your photo? Mm-hmm. And who do you want to see that photo? Yeah. So if I'm like, if I want other local brands to see my content... That I'm taking photos of, I'm gonna put Edinburgh blogger yeah. or something Edinburgh, yeah. and you can kind of see how many other people have used that hashtag. If yeah. it's like billions or a couple hundred, mm-hmm. and it's good to have like one that's somewhat popular. Yeah, and yeah. I know a lot of people are using keywords now in their uh, captions instead of the hashtags, right? Because you can just search keywords now. So I could type in you streetwear notice. style 2022, mm-hmm. and it brings up a bunch of streetwear styles. So people are if you want to show in that, you need to have those words in your, in your either in your caption and your hashtags. Who bloody knows? But like that's right. how it works. Mm-hmm. So what I think about when I'm posting content is: is it savable and is it searchable? Yeah. So right. are people going to be saving this and like referring to it later, and mm-hmm. then that ties into the educate, inspire, yeah. all of that. But is it searchable? How can people find it? Yeah, that's simplify that it in interesting that, in that way. Because I've never like I've kind of always thought of as hashtags as something that doesn't really work. work. But it does. But it does, right? It 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 does. Um, I'll need to try. And I think that's why they've been around for so. Yeah, that's long. that is true. Because a lot of people do. I've I've noticed more people using them now. There's so much online and especially TikTok mm-hmm. um, of how everything works. There's also like, if you want to be a YouTuber, there's so many videos on how to get started on YouTube. There is so much education and resources out mm-hmm. there. So just search for them. Yeah, that's. I think that's how everybody learns, especially when you're like editing YouTube videos. Self-taught. All self-taught yeah. on YouTube and things like that. Um, yeah, we're away to eat our dominoes. Yes. Have a good day. And we'll see you next week. Bye.